Um, so we all retire for the evening. Edrion doesn't get much sleep as he hears the insistent sound of singing and a sweet female voice that's humming in his head. Uh, that turns into like a wild shrieking just as he reaches the edge of sleep. So he has a bit of a <clears throat> a rough night of it. The rest of us wake the next day in the lovely home of Evelyn Malcontentia. It is, you know, lovely but empty. And we wake to her uh, making us breakfast because she doesn't have any servants of her own. Um, And like, you know, yeah, she doesn't have any servants of her own. We eat breakfast, discuss a few things, and then head to the rookery. And we hear uh, some people mentioning the flash of light at the rookery like the the night before, and that there were several dead. And that the inn was fine. Uh, the most of the people just woke up, and then some were missing. Uh, and then the ones that were dead had to be taken away. Um, and when we arrive at the rookery inn, it is disheveled but intact. There's no sign of an explosion or any kind of disturbance. The owner, Felicity Despondia, is behind the bar and um, she uh, gives us a recount that no one else was really around. Uh, she woke up behind the bar. Some of the clientele was missing. Um, There's a guy named Hector that was there and he turned out to be okay. Um, the only thing that was odd was that all of like the candles from their sconces were missing. Uh, someone had swiped them. Uh, and funny thing is, is that they... Like these candles were purchased like two days ago from a strange candle maker that came by. Um, that like you know sold a sold them these candles, very very cheap, and uh, yeah, there's like no sign of any of them, like not even the wax and the um, fellow that also worked at the tavern was you know bringing more up from the basement. Uh, to replace the ones that went missing. Um, there's a, you know, the questioning of the owner continues. And uh, then, you know, they want to question the uh, the fellow Hector work that works at the bar. And he's down in the basement uh, indisposed. But, you know, Cordelia found him. <laughs> um, but we tell uh, Felicity and... Uh, Hector not to use any more of the candles, taking like the strange black ones from them so that they could not be used again. I think perhaps that it was some sort of witch that brought uh, these candles to them and like the candles were, you know, storing some kind of spell. Uh, and we leave the place and we get attacked by a giant stitch monster. Um, 12 feet tall. Uh, sewn together human parts. We managed to kill it. Um, Marion gets a dark progression. Um, Cordelia finds a remnant inside the creature, a ball of wax. Um, wicks, and, uh, wicks and candles all, all squished into a ball to serve as a heart. And it is the familiar black and red wax of the candles from the uh, rookery. And so we Return to Malcontentias as it is getting closer to evening. Um, do, 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 do. Evelyn, uh, or uh, why do I have Evelyn here? It was Marion. Marion was uh, severely injured during the fight with like the little stitch monster. Uh, hence the 
dark progression and we take her back to Malkin contentious and heal her up. Um, and we were talking about the wax being the connection and needing to chase down this bitch whenever someone knocks on the door and it's three gentlemen, uh, tiny, thin, uh, medium, and a bruiser dude, all wearing the long black cloaks that are the pseudo uniform of the witching grinners. Um, <clears throat> they are seem to be uh, scared of uh, Cordelia, who uh, basically say, "Like, look at look at her. She's one of his." And uh, you know, he's very terrified. And Edrian cracks him in cracks one of them in the nose the other two run off and cordelia uh interrogates him a little bit taking advantage of the fact that he's like fucking terrified of her and she's about to let him go whenever edrion decides to decapitate him uh because you know he promised evelyn that all of the grinners were gonna die um but yeah but we did manage to learn that the his that he thinks that Cordelia is one of is a man known as La Fortune, or he just says La Fortune. Marion knows a bit about him, but the rest of us had never heard of him. And that's kind of where we left left off. Uh, Adrian uh, got told off by um, Marion and uh, Cordelia for, you know, murdering their uh witness because they were both planning on letting him run back to send the grunners a message not to mess with evelyn anymore but now he can't take that message because he's very much dead on evelyn's carpet that's kind of where we're at edwin stormed off (laughs) and we're looking at the mess (laughs) yeah that was a pretty thorough little recap there so thank you very much for that um so yeah it is the same evening uh very late you are all having some food uh whipped up by the lovely miss malcontia um and it's definitely i imagine being like a sort of quiet uh of the house uh sort of everyone a little you know struck by the the intense nature of everything that just happened um and so there's definitely a bit of, you know, quite a contemplation. Uh, Marion really, or uh, Evelyn hasn't said anything um, to you at all, uh, really, uh, unless, you know, asked. But she's definitely been quiet. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, the evening is yours. Uh, if there's anything else, if there's anything you would like to do, apologies. Um, but uh, if not, we can skip on to morning if you'd like. Um, I was gonna ask, <clears throat> has, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, has Adrian returned by this point or is he still away cooling off? That is up to you. Uh, I don't know how long Adrian will be away, but if you want him to be home in time for dinner, that's that's very happy to. Uh, let's, let's, uh, let's go with that. It saves. It makes a bit life a bit easier. But yeah, he comes back, uh, having seeming the rage in his eyes has kind of disappeared, and now he just seems your kind of standard sadness that you would see him false dead. I imagine. Yeah, 
standard false dead sadness. Uh, for sure. Could I have gone out to get wine? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, how much are you planning to spend? Like, just a little bit, or? Uh, nothing, ideally. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah, give me a, um, give me a slight hand check then, just for the, the trip. I would have followed after Edrian a little bit later. I don't know if I ever saw him, but I would go and locate, if I didn't already know, some yeah. sort of wine shop stall something. An easy mark, ideally. Yeah, for sure. And Give me then, that roll. Cool. Uh... Uh, that is 17. 17, okay. Uh, 17, uh, yeah, you're able to find some actually quite nice, uh, like, uh, what I imagine is probably, like, uh, local wine, but, you know, one of the more premium, uh, Mm -hmm. brands, just, what's the vintages? Uh, that works. Um, sure. Yeah, uh, a very nice sort of uh, good couple bottles, maybe uh, a partial crate. Uh, so yeah, you can have three uh, nice like local Falstead wine uh, brews. So yeah, maybe some guys packing up or something from a stall or something. Mm. Just. <clears throat> Bends over, and then when he stands up again, he's Zach is gone, as is as some bottles, but maybe not enough to notice. Yeah, with that roll or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like definitely, you're sort of yeah. He'll just assume they fell off the back of the cart type thing. Yes. Um. So yeah, definitely doable. I don't know if I beat Adrian back or if Adrian returns or. Uh, so yeah, they kind of arrive at similar times. So you maybe like are, you know, kicking off your shoes or something in the uh, atrium when Adrian walks in behind you. Hello, big man. Mind holding these? Holding what? <clears throat> wine bottles. He has three bottles of wine oh, in his sorry. arms. He's going to take off his Ed, boots. Edwin gives a grunt of affirmation and holds the wine. Hey, thank you. And I will take off my boots. Maybe take it just slightly longer than he should do, just because it's funny. Um, and then, uh, with a smile, he will take them back from you. Good walk. Great. Fancy some wine. I won't say no. Excellent. And I will return to the kitchen or study or wherever uh, people yeah, are located. It's like, like a returning champion. Yeah, it's like a big sort of open kitchen. So it's really like uh, very... It's it's one of those kitchens where it's like the main sort of room that people hang out in, uh, you know, like mm-hmm. it's 
sort of dominates the ground floor of the house. Can I, like, while the fellas were gone, I suppose I could do this later. I'll do this later. Never mind. You can do it now if you want. I don't mind. I was going to say, like, while the fellas were gone, uh, Cordelia might have left uh, Marion with Evelyn, unless uh, Marion seemed like she wanted Cordelia around. Um, They haven't been, like, the closest just yet, but if Evelyn's going to keep an eye on Marion, Cordelia's going to use the fact that Marion's injured and distracting to go, like, search the place (laughs) for trouble bits. As uh, I, I'm going to refer to it as now. <laughs> um, yeah, if Cordelia is going to be using this place as a quote-unquote safe haven, she wants to do some background research on whoever it is that is here. So she's going to go looking around the place for paraphernalia that she might find alarming. Sure, give me an investigation check. Sure. Uh... Which die do I want to use? Oh, that's not bad for Cadelia. Okay. Um, ooh, uh, 20. A dirty 20. Okay. So, yeah, you, you manage to kind of... You find your way to the study, like, up kind of near the attic of the house, like, you know right at the top um Mm -hmm. kind of away from everyone else everyone's down in the kitchen you're on your own sort of break your way in um Mm. it's it's not locked but uh you know you slip in and um it's a mess um paper everywhere uh, books and stuff strewn about you it looks like searched to you uh like someone's turned the place over um, a little, yeah. Um, but there's definitely like, you know, some dust and stuff on some of the like pages and books and stuff that are, are thrown about. So it looks like it was ransacked a while ago. Um, hmm. You know, a couple of weeks at least. Um, and uh, kind of looking through, you don't see anything particularly worrying, anything occult. Uh, it's mostly ledgers and um, order forms and, uh, you know, paraphernalia for running a semi-legitimate business. Names on these order forms? Um, none that you recognize. Nothing with uh, Evelyn's name on it? Oh, yeah. Uh, some with Evelyn's name on it, but... Um, okay. No, Like, nothing... To anyone else, uh, that you know, oh. are names you would recognize. Or what was the name of her business? Um, or she had no, a business. They're all they're all personal. Okay, okay. So this is this like, is um, this is a rich person makes money by being rich type situation. Okay, okay. Um, it's you know she's not she's not necessarily running a business. She's running her life kind of as a business if that makes sense yeah. and you know is uh doing mostly her like spending her money on um you know at sometimes staggering interest rates but, but nothing she seems a bit of a like finance dust no, no, nothing nothing um 
like within the last sort of month. Okay. Are there any pictures in this house? Portraits? Yes. Of the Malcontentias? Uh, m- yes, the Malcontias. Yes. Malcontias. Uh, there, there are plenty. Um, though, give me a... Um, I'll, I'll take, and anyone can make this actually, um, I will take insight or perception. No, pr- probably perception. Perception. Oh, can I be in? Oh, they're both the same for me. I'm not a very wise woman. Um, I'm going to use my inspiration because I want. I, I've. Well, let me ask before I roll re- inspiration. Mm-hmm. Do the pictures of Evelyn look like Evelyn? Yes. Okay. Then I'm not going to. I got a 23 perception. I got 23. Because I, I had a thought that she mm-hmm. wasn't actually Evelyn Malcontent. Uh, Malcontentia and was just sort of pretending to be and mm. so like if there's pictures of her looking like her I will let that yes there, there is there is significant or sufficient evidence in the house for you to uh, think that she does own the place okay um, yeah so with 23s okay. um, and anyone who got above uh, 16 will notice that um there are no paintings of men anywhere in the house. Um, like, there is no Mr. Malcontia Senior, you know, or whatever. Um, there looks no to be paintings pictures. of... No, no there patriarchs? Are fam- there are family pictures, but there are none with men in them. Uh, you see uh, Evelyn. You see what looks to be probably her mother and maybe even her grandmother and great-grandmother. Um, but you do not see... A father, a grandfather, a brother, anything like that. Okay. And uh, I think it'll probably be like around like after wrestling through the poor woman's study, she's probably come back down to check on Evelyn and Marion. That'll, I guess, will probably be around the time that the boys come home. Yeah. The boys are back in town. Uh, so whatever Marion and Evelyn got up to while I was gone, besides a short rest. <laughs> I mean, Marion was being unintentionally distracting. <laughs> you know, like, like trying it. to like tender wounds and, you know, asking for help and all of those kinds of things. Probably wouldn't mention the lack of men in the portraits. Wouldn't have or would have, sorry? I wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, everyone kind of reconvenes in the kitchen uh, as uh, the forever foggy night uh, sort of closes in and evening turns to sort of head towards night as you're all eating your dinner and Drinking delicious, expensive wine. Uh, Evelyn kind of comes to sit with you all, uh, refills her own glass, and says, "So, what? What do you think's next for all of all of you?" Well, there's the bit of nastiness that happened this afternoon after we left the rookery. 
and she like nods to Marion and like, you know, where she's still slightly bruised and battered from her uh, run in with the stitch monster thing. So, you know, should maybe try and be hunting a candle maker. Strange. Never heard of anything like that causing damage like this. I don't know if we told her exactly what happened. She just knows that we came home with Marion all fucked up. I feel like you'd know. Marion would have definitely embellished the story. Okay, okay. I didn't want to assume that we had told her all of our business, but yeah. (laughs) Well, what do you fellas think? We know <clears throat> we're being hunted, specifically. Hmm. They were waiting for us. I don't like it whenever... I don't like being hunted. You heard some whisper, right? Didn't you? Like yeah. Voice? They were waiting for us. And the candle seller was a little old woman, right? According to Hector. She wasn't old. It had a okay. face covered. They didn't. And they, right. they yeah. couldn't. They couldn't reliably give an age. Could they? Could they reliably? Yeah. Could, could they reliably say feminine though? Yes. I yeah. Can't it was. It was okay. a woman. It was. Uh, okay. They said yeah, she was a young woman who came in, and I don't know. If that young woman. The woman. Came uh, in. Yeah. <clears throat> right. Definitely um, a a fella that was in the alley waiting. Oh, no, sorry. I just looked at my notes. Uh, she's described as young and beautiful. Oh, but right. she said that they they couldn't see her face. So yeah, how would they know that she was young and beautiful? That was me saying that just now, uh, which was what I thought. But looking back at my notes, they did. <coughs> they could see that she was young and beautiful. Oh. Uh, I was wrong about the couldn't see her face thing. My I don't me. think you mentioned it. Hmm. Uh... I'm pretty sure if I have a chance to describe, you know, someone sexy, I will. So barring some kind of um, incredible ability to uh, change their voice, we can assume we're working with a a group of people as opposed to just a single individual. A coven, perhaps? Or some sort of cult, sure. Organization. See Cordelia like <laughs> visceral reaction to the word cult. Ooh. Unpleasant business yeah. for sure. They always are. But organized enough to stitch a bunch of bodies together and imbue it with magic and let it loose on the city. Definitely a group of highly motivated individuals. You've had past dealings with cults? Haven't you? Right, right, yeah. I mean, a few run-ins here or there. I mean, aren't you in one? (laughs) Certain, (laughs) Certain groups of the unenlightened like to call us that 
you'll <sighs> I apologize, Marion. I I haven't had the best of experiences with organized religion or cults of um any type, so you seem like a pleasant enough sort. But I have past dealings that color my feelings about these sorts of things. No need to apologize. If you haven't received the blessings for yourself, I can understand why you would be skeptical. But truly, you've seen my gifts in action. Mm. It is uh, a rare quality seeing actual gifts for certain. I just hope that uh, I can continue to enlighten you. Based on the nature of my dealings. She's definitely like hiding her face behind her like wine glass through like a lot of this, but she's trying very you can tell she's trying very hard to be polite. So if we trying, try, trying to hide like, you know, her facial reactions behind like, you know, ooh, this is dry wine. <laughs> so if we sorry, specifically you have to me. Yeah. Seldom turn down the opportunity to to extol the virtues of the Trinity. That is um a habit that is contagious among well and she trails off not wanting to say your kind or your type but that's all that can come to mind <laughs> so she just trails off trying to be polite when you've been as blessed as I have it's second nature I assure you sure it's just a, a quality that reminds me of things I'd rather not be reminded of Again, forgive me. Perhaps I'll let my deeds speak for me from now on. Cordelia will nod in like a uh, I'd appreciate that type of nod. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't want to spoil the after-dinner conversation. Well, yeah, to be back on topic don't suppose you know any have heard of any fancy candle makers around town she'll say to Zachariah you seem like you get around to place to place think you know the city well I have been here quite a few years now uh Candle making isn't exactly a specialty of mine, but can I make some sort of check? We had this discussion, and there were a few candle makers or something mm -hmm. that we were going to go visit before being attacked by a beast. I seem to remember. Sure thing. Um, but I, th I think he offered information that there were candle makers previously and did know about. I think you did I think one. you did too, but I don't remember. No, that was the direction we were heading and then yes. we got a bit distracted by Evelyn being unconscious. It, yeah. Marion being unconscious. Marian. I'm sorry. Saved her life. 
luckily. Um, <laughs> so, like I said, the, the, there is the one we were walking to before we were ambushed. Uh, that I'm vaguely familiar with. I'm sure it pro- probably isn't the only one in the city, but I find it curious that we were heading for a candle maker and then got attacked. Yeah. Maybe they could be close by. Because we were closer to Evelyn's mansion than the uh the inn than the rookery, and that's why because mm-hmm. that's why we came back here. So they had to have jumped us a fair. They had to have known we were going to be heading in that direction after yeah going that way. So it seems like we were probably on the right track before we got sidelined. So I guess we try again and either go at it in a more stealthy fashion or hope they don't have another creature ready-made. Do you guys fellas feel like going tonight? Or do you want to give the sister here a chance to rest another night? I will turn and sort of nod my head slightly towards the sister that it it is in her court. Because I think I wasn't touched really, or certainly healthy now. If we think it's I got a little... Sorry, I was just going to say, I got a little hurt, but nothing that I short rest and hit dice won't fix. If we, uh... think it's prudent that we go tonight, um... I'll do my best to keep up, but I'm going to be honest, I'm I'm not feeling very well. Night's rest, uh... In a comfortable bed sounds uh, very tempting right now. It's a morning then, perhaps. <clears throat> Might not be the best idea to go after a bunch of witches in the dead of night. What kind of moon is it tonight, Rob? Uh, not a full or blood one. <laughs> uh, we'll say okay. a half moon. Okay. It's not a particularly special night tonight, I don't think. The spook moon factor is not at a critical level. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) it's not a critical or any kind of special night for these kinds of outings. So if we did go tonight, we wouldn't be in too much danger. But, you know, things always make a bit more sense in the light of day. Whatever kind of light comes to fucking Falstead anyway. Well, the light of the Trinity, of course. Absolutely. He'll smile. Uh, Right. Well, I think we have one more bottle left. If we are to enjoy our evening in. I do want to clear up something before we get... A bit too celebratory. Uh, Edron, do you think you can control yourself if we get into another situation like that again? There's a very specific reason why I wanted that asshole to go back running to his masters and telling them exactly how scary and protected Evelyn, or how scary and protective Evelyn's new bodyguards are. You can show them the body. Right, but they... 
are you going to go take that body over there and dump it at their at one of their warehouses? Because we can't really send a message whenever he's just rotting in the back alley behind Evelyn's place. But if he had gone back home and told everybody, oh no, Evelyn's got protection, we should maybe lay off, she would be in a better place right now. Because all you did is mean that the next time they come here, they're going to have more numbers. Could send a letter. <laughs> you have their mailing address? Well, where were you? <laughs> I, wherever Adrian was going to drop the body off, I was just saying you could mm. <clears throat> send a letter in a similar direction. Um. I'm just saying, if we're going to, sometimes it's prudent to let someone live, especially, I, I got the feeling that that guy didn't really have much choice about his position in the Grinners. So I don't feel like punishing people who are just trying to get by. You know what I'm saying, Edrin? Edrin gives a frustrated huff of agreement. There's a difference between what those fuckers, what her Evelyn and tried to kill her, and the fellas that just run with those guys so that they got warm food in their bellies and they got a place to sleep at night. I will do what I can. Street kids don't always have the best choices. I know. So, little compassion for the ones that didn't have as good as luck as yours with your lord, eh? Edrin nods. All right. You can pour some more wine, she says, like looking at Zachariah. No, she's just like she looks at you. She's like, I'm, I'm ready for more, more wine now. <laughs> she, she wouldn't say that. No, it is wine time. It is wine time. She's, she's content <laughs> to, uh, she's done with Adrian since he seems to understand, and uh, she just like turns to you with her glasses, all like, oh right then, well. <laughs> conversations are complete. <laughs> yes, conversations. Alcohol, have... <laughs> Alcohol consumption may resume. <laughs> I will pour what wine is wanted for whoever needs a top of and spend the evening relaxing in some luxury. This place has to offer maybe, you know, some idle chit chat with Evelyn. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. Drink a few bottles with the boys and the ladies. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. Uh-huh. That Cordelia would uh, call for an, an early night for herself, but she's not going to go uh, to her room. She's gonna she's gonna leave and uh, spend the night somewhere else. Okay. Well. Uh, yeah, morning comes around, uh, and uh, it is uh, actually, you know, somewhat somewhat <clears throat> bright for Falstead. There's definitely like a um, uh, 
a, if not warmth, like some sun. Um, it's quite bright. Um, and you know, there is still cloud cover. Um, but it is, a li yeah, a little, a little brighter than usual. Cordelia will have returned by the time for breakfast, or at least how the time that breakfast occurred, like the the night before. But she's gonna look a little grumpy <laughs> coming back through. Uh, for DM's purposes, she would have gone to Hector's to spend uh, some time with him. I figured uh, as yeah. much. Yeah. Okay. Basically, um, getting that uh, conversation she was hoping to have with him before they got interrupt interrupted okay. uh, <laughs> yesterday. Sure. But uh, nothing that has to be like played out. It was just more of a "What happened to you? Are you okay?" type of thing. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Uh, morning comes around. Breakfast is provided uh, as before. We all get along. And, next. Uh, Yes, you will get a long rest. All of Adrian, us? Adrian. <laughs> uh, give me a wisdom save. Oh, shit. Where's my dice? Oh, they're over there. Just leaning over. Oh, dear. Uh, eight. Mm. Yeah. Um, you, you do not manage a long rest. In fact... Uh, sorry, you do manage a long rest, but you have a point of exhaustion. Uh, as you're feeling sleepy um, and were kept up all night by the the sounds of the sea. So, to clarify, I receive the benefits of a long rest, but, I'm, but I have a point of exhaustion. Correct. Cool. Yeah. Let me just pop this in because I discovered you can... Oh, no, it's not. Oh, there it is. Level one. Fantastic. And uh, yeah, you are. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you all kind of reconvene in the kitchen, uh, preparing to do your uh, business. Um, and uh, Evelyn is her usual. Um, a little cheerful self, you know. She uh, is happy that she has a group of very capable fighters in her house protecting her um, and uh, makes a very pleasant uh, and uh, delicious breakfast for you all. Um, but yeah, uh, whatever you'd like to do in the morning is, is up to you. Cordelia doesn't have breakfast, but... Um... Yeah, she's just wait eager to to get on the on the way. Sure. I, I enjoyed my breakfast. <laughs> it is ten out of ten breakfast. Um, you know, Evelyn, bacon, you are too eggs, kind. Nonsense! Not kind enough for you. Uh, she grins and. Prepares, uh, you know, maybe some stuff for lunch. Uh, you know, packed lunch in case you guys are heading out. Spoiling us. <laughs> Least I can do, really. Oh, perhaps I'll cook for you some evening. 
I'd like that. She smiles. And then uh, if we get the chance to get to the market, I'll pick some things up. Excellent. Uh, and, uh, yeah, whatever you'd like to do uh, from now is, is yours. Uh, I think uh, it's reasonable to assume you're going to be heading the direction you were heading yesterday for candles and things, right? Yes, maybe take a different route. So we're not so Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, why don't you give me a... Yeah, why, why don't someone give me a survival check just for, like, finding a sort of back alley secret-esque route? Anyone, to, anyone want to offer? Or... Uh, not with my wisdom score, I don't know. Cordelia actually, like, you know, in, like, the uh, bright light and the sun <coughs> seems to, like, be a little bit slower and more clumsy than she was, like, the day before whenever it was all foggy and overcast. Like, she's keeping her head down and, um, <clears throat> yeah, she's keeping her head down so she's not, like, seeing, like, you know, obstacles up until, like, you know, they're right up on her. So she's having to, like, walk around as she comes across them. Cool. You all would note. She seems. Everyone, I mean, everyone seems to be doing the same by the sounds of it. <laughs> Both tired. Perhaps mm -hmm. our companions drank too much last night. I don't think that is. Yeah, that, the that's truth it. Um, red, red's always go straight to my head. The uh, last bottle was a mistake, perhaps. Cordelia <laughs> will nod in agreement. Never a mistake. I didn't think so, but uh appreciated nonetheless. But perhaps <clears throat> tonight I'll abstain. <clears throat> How are you feeling, Ed Adrian? Adrian huffs in agreement with uh, Cordelia. Right. Uh I guess I'm rolling, unless Marion wants to, but uh Apparently you can have advantage for being I... a local. Oh, I cheers. have a negative to my survival. I only have an advantage if we're chasing monsters. <laughs> oh, the advantage is really what I needed. It went from a 9 to a 19. Yeah, okay. Up, so. so, yeah, you can find, like, a really good sort of back route um, that, uh, you know, isn't going through the sort of most dangerous uh -oh parts of town, but, you know, keeps you away from the main streets, the main haunts in which, you know... An ambush would be uh, easy, um, and uh, you eventually come out uh, beside uh, the uh, candle shop. Uh, you see, it's like this small kind of little dingy-looking building, you know, literally probably covers a single square, uh, you know, of land, like basically no, you know, no extension into surrounding areas. Like it's it's this tiny little like um one uh you know like one room like just little sort Is of it useless like one of those place. things that like there was like a little spit of land between two buildings that yeah it's some it's sort of like land disagreement on which who owned it so it like you know, city was all like "fuck you all, we'll take it then," and then someone 
it's kind of the reason I'm like (laughs) stumbling over my description is I'm like, it's it's one of those buildings where it's like, if it was in like a city builder game, it would be like the one square, you know, single. Uh (laughs) What I'm I'm picturing now, because of how you've talked about it, is that it was built in between two other buildings, so it doesn't really Mm -hmm. have to have like its own roof or eaves of its own because it's just borrowing. (laughs) From the other yeah. two, <laughs> it's 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 just like a little sort of dingy, you know, the co- the cottage equivalent to like a, uh, the, what a cottage is to a house. This is it to a shop, if that makes sense. Um, and so you head out, uh, uh, kind of towards it, uh, find yourselves face to face with the front door, which is um, you know full of cracks and uh, there's like tiny little. Um, sort of very old, semi-ruined uh, front door um, that, like, looks... It doesn't look kicked in or anything. It just looks like it's, you know, mostly made of shit um, and, like, old, broken wood. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think, um, like, heading towards it, it looks dark inside there's no you know not that there would be any candles but it's you can't see any movement in like the one little stained i was gonna say stained glass window but it's a glass window that is heavily stained um but yeah it looks kind of uh yeah kind of grim and uh i would use the word abandoned uh to be honest Right, well, I haven't been here in a while. Perhaps no one else has either. Yeah, it's it's probably one of those places where, like, you know of its existence and you've you've seen it yep. loads, but you've never been in it. Yeah, um, walk by. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, that place sells candles, right? Yeah. Uh, and it does have, Ooh. like, a little... Oh. Who owns this place? I it's a good question. I I don't know. I've not yeah. I've not been in. It, I just you it wanted a has so it has a little candles. sign. Yeah, mm. it, it has a little sign that says candles and co, uh, with the image of a candle on it. Does it um, look different or different? Does it look similar to the candle with like the weird eye thing that we saw in the sewers? Like the way that the candle was drawn, or is that just you know my reaching? Give there? me, no, give me a, um, give me, give me uh, an Arcana check, Arcana. or I'll take from anyone who wants to. I'll take Arcana, or I'll take. That's a um, natural twenty, sir, okay. or a twenty-four. Very well. Uh, yeah, it. Looks like someone has taken that symbol and um, tried to disguise that it's that symbol, but keep it, you know, obvious enough to where uh, anyone who is in the know would know that it's that symbol. Candle. I'll point yeah. that out to the others. So yeah, twenty-two would have noticed that, right? Correct. This is definitely, in the world of magic, um, changing a symbol has very real powers. And um, 
taking a symbol like that and disguising it uh, is uh, like a, a sort of a, a significant. Uh, so it's kind of like uh, one of those things that's like you'd still see the outline of the eye behind like the the flame striations uh, that they it's have. More on like, the thing. It's more like or, if you imagine like um, like if you imagine the KFC logo, right? But someone took the kernel from that, took away all the text and everything, changed the color, and like put the kernel, you know, in some other setting. But you'd you'd still be like, I'm pretty sure that's the KFC kernel. Like it's that kind of thing where it's like, it's definitely I the same. Mean that the, mustache. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's definitely that thing where it's like I I know that symbol, um, and I am familiar with the fact that that symbol is what I'm looking at, even if, you know, it's maybe, uh, you know, designed so that it's, it's a bit more hidden. Cordelia definitely makes sure that the uh, boys notice. She sees that, like, you know, she's about to tell Marion as well, but she's like, sees like that same recognition or whatever. She's going to make sure that Edrion and Zach see it too. Well, uh, that's convenient. Didn't know it was a cult every time I walked past here. But... Or a coven. Could be a coven, but you've got good instincts at least. You guys ready? Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'll let you say thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess we're going in. Sure. sure. Does Edrion have a reaction, or is he muted? Edrion draws his blade and huffs in the ready-to-go-in-ness. Oh, you don't might think we're going in that right away. I mean, we might, but... Let's not show our hand right away. (laughs) Okay, Adrian puts his sword away. (laughs) Sorry, I did drop. I did drop. Down boy. Slowly draws his sword, gets a look, slowly puts his sword back. (laughs) Yeah. We go inside. We kick it in all like, so we heard that there's some body of fucking cultists in here. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so yeah, how are you? How are you approaching this? What do you want to do? Not the way the Corda suggested. You just said <laughs> <laughs> no. We're just we're gonna go in. Just open the door. All like okay. Well, we're looking you for some the... candles. Uh-huh. You try the door and it's locked. Um, you okay. think if you pushed it very slightly, it would open, um, slash fall apart. But uh, it is. Currently locked. This is a time of day where we think that it's odd or it would be unlocked? Um, like, they should be open like right morning. now? Yeah, most, most shops are open right now. Any way to get back around behind? Uh, yeah, you can definitely, like, there's alleyways either side of it. You can definitely slide down, slide down the back. They don't the big man and I 
walk around the back before you guys try to open this. That's indeed what we think is going to happen. Makes sense. Get you a hurting count, and then we'll try and open this door ourselves. Sounds good to me. Cordelia starts counting. (laughs) Can you at least let us... Let's go. Five. Go around with Mary. So heading around the back, uh, there's no back door to this tiny little place. Um, Though you do see there is like a... um, one of those uh, like push-up windows in the roof. Um, that's like one of the you know one of the ones where you can sort of open uh, like it, it, it kind of is flush with the sort of angled roof, but then you can open it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, to I would always call those like a Velux window, but Velux is a brand mm-hmm. of windows uh, that specialize in like windows like that. Um. That's what they're called now. So, well, no, it's just my granddad had windows by Velux that look like that. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not a window expert. No, um, I, I, it's what house, they're called now. House, yeah, it is what. <laughs> okay. okay. If you Google Velux windows, you get. I, I imagine. I sure hope you get the windows you're talking about. I I am certain you do. That's like what they do. Uh, oh, is go. like those like win, windows for your loft, basically. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's it it's good. Um. So yeah, there's one of those, and you see it is propped open, uh, like a foot. They're just seemingly roof windows or something, either center pivot or top hung roof windows. <laughs> right. Hung. Uh, so it's Can't open a foot already. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's like propped open a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. I looked at Marion and her armor. Uh, do we have the whole adventurous pack rope situation? What we've come with, or is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd you'd have yeah what you what you come with. So yeah, okay. um, fifty foot of rope or whatever it is, and you know w- whatever shit you normally have. Uh, well, you want to go up characters. and then I'm down. Uh, well, it doesn't look like they're getting out the back, but uh, might find something up there. I'm not a bad climber. Could let a rope down. All right. Be a little less suspicious than someone making a door in the middle of the day. Only slightly. He says with a grin, and then, uh, I have spider climb boots. I'm going to shimmy up there again, trying to look like I'm climbing. Um, and get to, to the window. So, you know, using low walls or any available yeah. handholds or something, and... Make it kind of look like I'm climbing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, I mean, with with spider climb boots, you can definitely easily uh, slide your way up there. Um, 
and the roof is uh, uh, like pretty pretty well uh, pretty well uh, sort of tiled and stuff. Like it's it's old and it's kind of gross, but it's you know well tiled, uh, and you can uh, uh, definitely like open the window. It's just on a latch. Uh, so you can open it pretty easily uh, and have a look inside. Looking in, it uh, doesn't seem like there's anyone there. Good. Is there something heavy that I could tie a rope off to, like a bed? Or... Oh, to like lift people up uh, inside? Are you uh, are you looking like for, for stuff oh, inside? No. So it's not like an attic room? No, no, it's it's a single room. This whole place. So you're just like looking down looking at the down floor into the shop, right? Yeah. Sorry, I I didn't make that uh, clear. Yeah. So you're I you're looking down attic, into a, but, okay. a scruffy little shop. Yeah. Right. At this point, you probably hear Cordelia trying the knob again, like about to shoulder it. So if you want to come, open the front door. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, <laughs> is there something for me to attach the rope up up here, like some sort of fitting or iron bracket or anything or? Uh, there's like the sort of latch that the window was on, uh, but yeah, uh, there's Does there's it not look like a it would tear out at the slightest bit of weight, whatever. You wouldn't want to, you know. Okay, uh, Marion, hold on to this, and he's going to throw down the rope so she acts as an anchor, and then he'll like abseil in. Okay. Uh, so yeah, heading in, you see it's um, a tiny uh, little hovel, um, uh, all filled with all manner of candles. There's like, you know, a few old shelves, like some of which with like, you know, actual like sort of not like shelf bookcases, but some of the shelves on them have collapsed, and there's just like precarious piles of uh, candles. Um, there's like one really old looking like silver candelabra um like this really big uh wax stained rug on the floor that's like really kind of uh kind of gross and looks like if you picked it up it would be like uh you know uh stiff yeah exactly uh like it was in a teenage boy's room um it looked there's um um you see um like uh, a sort of counter uh, a small desk um co- again covered in candles um and uh like surrounded by uh, a, a few pieces of paper um but mostly just uh <laughs> uh mostly just like uh more candles essentially if i could Head for the door and see if I can unlock it easily from this side. If it's like on a chain or something or a slide bolt or something. If not, I could like knock on it so Cordelia isn't going to come through it in a moment. And then I could lock pick it from the back without mm. people noticing. And on my journey from one side to the other, is there anything worth taking? Um. Give me, give me an investigation check uh, as you're going over that. I'll say because you're not like taking time. No. Um, I'll give you disadvantage on it. Okay. We're probably um, searching in a yeah. in a good way soon. This is just he's like yeah, casually yeah. passing. Like, uh, ten. Yeah. 
at disadvantage. Uh, ten, no, mostly just can- candles. Uh, that candelabra is the nicest thing you see, and it's gross. Sure. Okay. If there's no um, candles that are half decent, then he won't bother. But I'll try. Click yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, you you might find one that's like reasonably nice, but no, uh, it's not a a particularly great okay. place. What I will say is, um, there is a um, like uh, the lock uh, on the front door. Like from the inside is really just a bolt lock. Uh, you don't even need thieves tools. You can just sort of jimmy it open with your finger. Okay. Um, and you need a key to open it from the outside. But um, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, so the door pops open. Welcome to your humble establishment. Well, you know, it's a bit of a fixer-upper, but... Uh, I'm sure you're doing your best. (laughs) Very considerate. Uh, Can I... I don't know if I can... Well... um, Adrian, you wouldn't mind going round and getting Marion, would you? Uh, She can drop the rope. Adrian does, as he has asked. Thank you. Um, When it you know, snakes its way down in or just bundle it up. Yeah, uh, sure. So, yeah, you're all inside uh, this really disgusting shop, as I described, like candles everywhere um, and seemingly completely abandoned. Um, You can't see, like, any other rooms or anything. It's all just the one room. Um, And you can see, like, one of the desks off to one side, like, looks to be, um, looks to have, like, a little sort of cauldron on it, like melting wax and that sort of thing but um yeah you you really uh can't see anything of particular uh sort of interest all the candles look like regular candles right none of them are black with red sinew running through it funny you should ask uh why don't you uh anyone who wishes to drop me one of those normal investigation checks you can make another one dan because you were only making a quick one earlier thank you very kind that would be a 17. <laughs> I got a 2. It was a 1 plus 1 for 2. This is well, where I was concentrating. Obviously distracted by... I probably touched something sticky or waxy. Yeah. Or something in the middle. Oh, oh, oh. I got an 11. Okay, there was a 17, right? Someone got? Mm-hmm. Any advances on that, or is that the best? That is the best, unless I have advantage due to it being uh, about lo- like looking for occult things. No. Uh, do you have advantage? Uh, I have advantage to recall information about fey fiends or undead. Uh, yeah, so probably not. Okay. I don't uh, know why yeah. that's on. Yeah, it's... Uh, a, a blood hunter thing to have advantage if I'm dealing with. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's yeah. Um, but seventeen is enough. You find so like looking around, you sort of find the desk um, that I mentioned before, and uh, like that that desk is um, like 
in it, there's a box, uh, like a little sort of cardboard box, like the size of kind of a shoe box or something, uh, that has, uh, uh, you open it and it is full of black candles. With the red core? Uh, you like snap one in two. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there is a red core. Uh, it is identical to the candles you were seeing before at uh, the rookery. Significant glances all around from Cordelia. And she like holds the cord candle or whatever. A split candle. Right. Well, that's progress. A, yeah, but this isn't a box. Does this? I don't know if this proves that they were making it, though. Do you, no. Do you think it? No, but involved, surely. You recognize the sign, and they have the, the very, candles. Yeah, at the very least, they saw whoever made these because they were given to them too. If it is a. He he goes Kurt and then like corrects himself to like Coven. Uh, <laughs> perhaps they all have some in case of emergency or to contact each other or something or you know. Yeah, uh, like. Do the candles have like any kind of like magic schmiz on them? Oh, fuck. I, I don't know what other kind of like words, like magical essence to them. I'm Sorry. looking for some magical schmiz. I want some magical schmiz. I had. I had uh, no, you don't. I had, you I had a cocktail. Me magical schmiz. Okay, listen, guys, I had a cocktail before we got started today, and I might be feeling it a little bit because it uh, was. Have you tried this magical schmiz? I may have forgotten to measure. And was just going by like finger links in the glass, and there were a couple of finger links in the glass. So, anyways, <laughs> there is no magical schmiz to speak of. Okay, thank you. So, like the candles themselves aren't magical, but they were definitely used as a focus for some magical things, like in the rookery and with the animated creature. Yeah, it, that seems to be a safe assumption. They are, you know, like like bat guano. Um, is the fireball, you know? Oh. It seems like you cannot do the spell without this very specific candle made of what is probably very magically important materials, but mm. it in and of itself is not magical. Well, these are just components to whatever it is the coven's been getting up to, Cordelia will say. Right, so now we need to find out whoever the hell owns this place and have a friendly chat with them, I guess. Any name on paperwork? I think we might have a friend in high places. The only name you see is uh, the name of a place called the Candelabra, which may be uh, what the owner calls this place, but yeah, you don't see any... um, no signatures, just sit signed by like the candelabra. Well, there's there's nothing really that you know. There's like little sort of. Um, there's not like order forms or anything like that. It's more just mm-hmm. like. Um, Seems like this place is a bit of a front, if anything. Yeah, it's more like there's some sort of business activity. cardy type things. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So what do we do? Do you guys want to stake this place out, or...? Uh, I think that's certainly an option. There is what a, other? Go like ahead. A, a basement? Trapdoor? Anywhere? No? Lift, lift up the stale rug with a foot? <laughs> uh, you lift up the stale rug uh, with a snapping noise. And um, <laughs> I can melt it and then reseal it back again. So. And beneath it, you see. We were here. <laughs> uh, you do see the edge of um, what appears to be a trapdoor. <laughs> Look, at I am you. good at this. <laughs> Cordelia's going to give you a slap on the shoulder. Like that was great. Ginner's luck. No uh, talent. Uh, But it's obviously not a place that they use often. She'll say, pointing at like the, like you know, whenever he peeled it back, it did like that thing that candle, like if you like do candle wax on a piece of paper and then like curve the paper where it just kind of like flakes up into in chunks as you like you you peel it. Or this is just a very clever alarm system <laughs> to let them know that someone's been in here. Well, hopefully both. <laughs> Either way. Uh, by the way, the door, the, the front door is closed at this point, right? I would have. I, would, I, would. I assumed, yeah. That yes, you just like. We're not tossing the place with the front door. Oh. Yes. I just wanted to check. Uh, I, I am not. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not Henrik. I, I assumed that would be the case, yeah. I just thought I'd check. Uh, right. Um, Edwin, a little help? And they'll try peel the rest of the carpet away from the floor or something. Rug. Yeah, uh, you throw it aside. Carpet away from the floor. Yeah, it, it it doesn't need too much peeling. It's it's just kind of gross. Um, but you you pull it aside and do see what appears to be like a m- m- sort of meter by meter, uh, like uh, uh, like. Meter or meter square, sorry, trapdoor, uh, with like a heavy iron pull. This is all you. Open the door. Yeah, uh, it opens with a heavy clunk um, and reveals uh, blackness below uh, and a small, uh, very nice, ornate, uh, like dark. wood, uh, like sort of oak, uh, with like gold inlays ladder leading down. Wow. See where they keep the good stock. I think this might be the fanciest ladder I've ever seen. It's up there, in terms of ladder uh, stuff. No, like, legitimately... It's probably the fanciest ladder Cordelia's ever yeah, seen. Like, gold inlay. Like, yeah, with gold in, inlay. What? <laughs> in terms of, I mean, it's it's painted gold, but in terms yeah. of like, yeah, Aww. in terms of ladders, <laughs> it probably is the fanciest ladder you've ever seen. Uh, it's it's a sexy ladder. Well, at the very least, we have a housewarming gift for Evelyn. <laughs> sure, we found this ladder for you. <laughs> Yeah, you can you can take it. 
Maybe the other way we'll out. Take it as well, even, yes. It has been very generous the way. with us. Yeah, Cordelia will head down with Edron. Alright. Um, well, you climb down the ladder um, and uh, after maybe 15 feet, uh, you come to a stone floor. Um, inside it is pitch black, uh, really, uh, but um, soon uh, sort of faint uh, candles begin to sort of light up all around you. Um, uh, sort of in, like ensconces in the walls, uh, just slowly kind of coming to light of their own accord. Um, you all kind of look around and see uh, what appears to be um, like these uh, sort of tables and chairs with uh, like uh, essentially like desks for working at uh, that are full of um, like well-filed, uh, organized looking paper. Um, and, uh, as you kind of, uh, like peer around, you see there is another door straight ahead of you, uh, that is seemingly leading on into other mm, areas. Brief little, like, look through like, the paperwork and all like these little workstations. Yeah, sure. Um, give me, give me a quick investigation check. As the candles in the sconce is black with red inside, should we be leaving quickly? <laughs> <laughs> are we going they to are black with again? red inside. Are they? Wait. Oh, boy. Uh, that is only a six. Investigation. I said very quick look. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you don't see anything that catches your interest. Um, <laughs> so while you're doing that, I kind of like get near to one of the candles and then see that it is the black and the red. And uh, he's like, um, I think these are the same candles. Yeah, and they're like, they lit themselves. That could be like what they've been imbued with, just lighting themselves, you know, but... I'm sure you could make a fortune, but I'm more worried about when our lights go out, like last time. Well, we can gather them up and pull them out. If we hit, yeah. I think that's Get our own lights worse. At least in the coven, we'll be at a disadvantage. Yeah, they can't I use hit. this as a trap later on. I am going to attempt to pluck a candle blow it out if it goes out if not I'm just going to pluck it out the black bracket and I don't know smash it underneath my boot or something you, you attempt to blow it out um, and it like goes out comes back on damn it I didn't make a wish uh, oh, <laughs> can I pull it out of the sconce and just smash it under my boot yeah give me a uh, constitution saving throw oh good oh piss can save. Do, 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 do. 19. You take uh, half of one necrotic damage. Uh, so you take one oh. necrotic damage. Um, do I get the candle out? Uh, yeah. 
it basically you you like grab it and there is this burning that kind of just like crashes through uh your chest and you just feel like uh your body has just been kind of uh ripped uh very momentarily uh by something awful he kind of goes oh and like drops it under the ground um the rest holding his hand ow 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 Um, (laughs) there is something very wrong with those candles and uh my hand hurts i thought that's why we were here yes uh just to tell you and you can see like there's maybe where he like grabbed the candle there's like a little black mark or something on his hand that isn't wax how many candles are there right now maybe we just smash Um, them yeah close to 18 probably Mm. they're like sort of every foot around the room Huh. Just going to smash them, or if I like, can I stamp on the candle? Does it die? Does yeah, it squeal? You can, you can eventually. It goes out. Can I rapier cut one in half so that it is no longer lit? Uh, you can, yeah. I yeah, do so. If... Yeah, you uh, like slice one in half and it kind of just fizzles out. Um, do you take damage for that? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a con save. Oh, okay. It'll smell like I'm at the other end of my blade. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking the same thing. 12. 12. Uh, yeah, you take all of uh, three necrotic damage as. Um, <sighs> Like, as you cut through it, uh, the flame just kind of, like, pulses uh, bright before it goes out. And uh, there is, like, this sort of black light that kind of fills your head and makes you feel uh, sick and disgusted all at once. Uh, Can anyone do that at range? (laughs) Because that will suck if we have to keep doing it. Uh, I'll I'll try again with my my whip. Does that still burn? Your whip. What's what's the range on that? Ten feet. Uh we'll say yeah. We'll say you can uh your whip is enough to save you. Okay. Then Cordelia turns into one of those trick whip master Yeah. <laughs> just like yeah. going around the room all like and like yeah. slap snapping all of the the candles off of the. Uh, at some point, holder. you have to start making those at disadvantage because uh, <laughs> it becomes dark. Uh, although I suppose you have dark side, but uh, yeah, it, it, um... Do I have dark side? I think I. I think I, sir. I just have um, light sensitivity. Uh, no, you'd have you'd have uh, dark side. Oh, would I? Okay. I've I've been operating under the assumption you had dark side. Um, Very uh, well. I should add that, um, or maybe maybe dim dim light sight. We'll say because uh, gotcha. false said so. 
like pitch black is dim light, dim light is normal light. <laughs> yeah. That, that one. Um, but yeah, you're able to, uh, whip all the lights out. Um, what would you like to do now? I guess, uh, you're in this much darker room. Uh, okay. Well, I feel a little better now. Um, while she's been whipping yeah. that, can I be testing the door to see if I need to unlock the next one? The door is open. Okay. Um, and it heads down into, um, some steps. Um, like leading sort of like a spiral staircase, but a very sort of big, loose one. Um, and then, um, when you kind of get to the end of that, um, you see another heavy door, uh, and this one is, uh, locked. Uh, it has a lock near the top and a lock near the bottom. Two locks, double lock. Sorry, was that a corridor or like steps down even further? Yeah. So like really wide spiral steps that head down, 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 um, and then eventually uh, comes to like a short corridor uh, before, which ends in like a big old thick ass door with locks on top and bottom. Uh, yeah, a lock at the top and a lock at the bottom. Uh, right. Well. He's going to like sort of like lean back and kind of just like try and take it in and assess if it is trapped in some way. Uh, yeah, like sure. Give a me a sense of arcane power of coming from it or anything made out of black me... and red wax. Give me that uh, investigation check. Seventeen. 17. Uh, you do not find any traps, um, but you do find uh, a small uh, uh, sort of, there is like a glyph at the top, uh, like a little kind of image almost, um, which has been um, like carved into the wood uh, above the door. And then that uh, there has been like wax kind of like, rubbed into that that is like a mixture of black and red um. uh, can you see that does that mean anything to you and I'll like point it out to the others I don't know does it mean anything to me I don't know does it mean anything to you um, <laughs> give me an uh, I'll kind of check can I also make the check? Anyone can make an arcana check. It's how, do I have advantage because it has something to do with beans, fear, and profane or sludges? No. I got 18. No, uh, 18 was that, Dan? Sorry. I did, yes. Okay, yeah. Um, Anyone? It looks. Oh, sorry. Jade? What did you get, sorry? 21. 21, okay. Yeah, uh, you and... Uh, uh, I'm blanking. What the fuck? Zach? Zach. Sorry. Um, you both think it's... 
for sure a uh, magical uh, sort of, if not trap, uh, some kind of um, some kind of big like ma- magical glyph rune uh, of you know, like a, a sort of protection thing, you know, like carving carving runes into doors and stuff to ask for protection for the house, you know, some kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, some kind of protection symbol uh, that has been infused with whatever candle magic this this person has been using. It's like kind laden, but evil. It's <laughs> uh, a lot I'm of trouble to lock the door twice and then put whatever that is on top of it. Was a mark of someone who was very paranoid. Mm-hmm. Any ideas? I... You know, seem to know more about the arcane than I do. This, uh, unfortunately, isn't something I'm familiar with. Afraid I don't know very much poorly. more than you. <laughs> Could it be some sort of like alarm that you know, warning system for whoever's behind it? Hmm. Is there anything we can do about it? Dispelling it or disrupting it or Do I think that there's something I can do to dispel or disrupt it without having magic myself? Uh, it doesn't seem like it itself uh will have like true magic power in terms of like casting a spell on you. Um, but it definitely, uh, you know, you, you think, you think it, if you just kind of mess it up, you'll be fine. Don't think it'll do anything to us if we just, you know, scrub at it a bit, but it might disrupt whatever enchantments on it. I'm a little warlock myself, sorry. Uh, not a problem. I'm not that kind of blood hunter. It's so, kind of an open question. This <laughs> is a superstitious mark of uh It's magic is more than just it. casting spells and this seems like, you know, part of the sort of ritualistic persona you know it's, mm-hmm. it's a way to sort of mark for those who need it uh, in a sort of magical way you know magic is as much about perception uh, mm-hmm. as it is about uh, you know it, it's a bit of harmless occultism but we don't exactly, know that exactly. our characters yeah. are just a little concerned 100%. and also you know if Cordelia uh, will try and scrape it out with her dagger or something. Yeah. It's also one of those things where if you know who you're dealing with and you see this, it's kind of scary, uh, as we're proving. But yeah, uh, you try and scrape it out and uh, you manage. Nothing happens in particular. There we go. Okay, well... You feeling okay? Yeah, I'm great. 
good. I got uh, all my fingers and toes, she says, like waving her fingers, but she's hiding her thumb. <laughs> behind one of her hands. <laughs> to freak oh. you guys out. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> it's a thumb stealing cliff. <laughs> uh My uh, father was a little bit of a locksmith sometimes. Uh, I might be able to get this thing open. Inside check. I'm kidding. You can if you want. No, uh, I mean, I've already seen you do. You you have already seen him do things, but he's still yeah. putting this thing on. So at least Marion has seen things. But mm-hmm. I will attempt to open the... Locks. I feel uh, like the sure. top one first. Sure, give me a uh, slight venture. Uh, I didn't. As I clap him on the shoulder and say, well, put your father's uh, gifts to good use. Excellent. Thank you for the help. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, I'm going to use my inspiration and try. Oh, buddy. Okay, good. I rolled a two the first time. So that is a non-natural 20 plus the guidance. For... Uh, yeah, you pop it open. Uh, the log's pretty straightforward. Um, and yeah, a full it, four, it... 24. Nice. Uh, you can um, have advantage on the second one because uh, you've done the first and you know kind of how they... Or guidance. Yay! The blessings of the Trinity. Uh, sleight of hand. That one was not. Oh no, I have advantage. That one was worse. Uh, I hope the guidance rolls well. Another four. Seventeen. Yep. Uh, second one pops open easily. And uh, yeah, you are given uh, access to the room beyond it. Uh, actually, you, you open it and see something altogether unexpected. You see uh, what appears to be uh, literally the sewers uh, under the city. Um, it's not a part of them you recognize, um, and you do still see sort of candles here and there, but um, you, uh, yeah. You uh, do seem to. You do seem to be in the sewers. I think we know is... how they got that monster over near that whatever street we were on whenever we got ambushed. I'm guessing so. Uh, and how they get about town? Could that monster? in all of its blobby glory, have, like, squeezed through a regular sewer entrance manhole cover type situation in Falstead? Um, probably not. It's, like, that That monster was gooey, but it was still solid. It wasn't, you know, made of wax. It was made of bits of corpses. Um, okay. And, yeah, yeah. The, those corpses wouldn't have fit. So maybe they had to bring it up in another house or a basement or something close by and then yeah you, you, th- you think it would have struggled to to be made this way for sure 
like mm-hmm. to to have come up this way. Okay. But the candles, things. the candles do seem to continue. Yeah. I. As much as I dislike these candles, I don't think we can destroy every single one of them. So. I'm curious how far this is from where we ended up. I think that was a question towards you, DM. Oh, that's just the musings out loud. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I, I I thought that was musings. Okay. Um, it's really hard to tell. You don't know where you are. We have gone down an awful long way. Might be something worth trying to figure out. Well, the next time we find a way up, maybe we'll be able to figure out. We want to go back the way we came, or...? No, I, thought, I, I, I meant up pressing on a different way. Then we could kind of figure out where we've been, maybe. Backtrack a little bit. Kind of. Is there like another passage on the sewer? Or is there only one way to go from where we are? Uh, at the moment, there's only one way, but you know the sewers are like fucking mazes and there will eventually be. Yeah. You know. We only have forward right now, unless you want to go back up through the candle shop. I really don't. So forward it is. Um. I don't have... Unless... No, not in there either. I was wondering if I had chalk or something for not getting lost in the sewers by... Making marks and things. Roll me a d20. Uh, that is very generous. I have a great many things between my... Uh, whatever the hell is going on here with all my equipment. But not chalk. Uh, roll. Would chalk be in a monster hunter kit? No. You don't think so for like drawing protective circles or whatever? I mean, maybe. I, it doesn't seem like, like if you're a monster hunter, it doesn't seem like that's the kind of vibe you'd be on. You've got like holy water and a holy symbol, crowbar, hammer. I guess no chalk. Yeah. Tender box. I have and a, a disguise kit. It has hair dye in it. Why do you have a disguise kit with hair dye in it? I think that was out Hey, that I have that, but I'll. Uh... <laughs> Are the walls of the sewer light enough that if we like mark it Scratch with some him. flint from the uh, like a tinder box that it would mark the stone? Uh, with like sure. a black mark. Yeah, that was sure. my next thought. That... Yeah. Okay. I like that. Problem solved. I like my hair dye idea. Uh, well, you said you didn't say that you had it. <laughs> oh, I would have like pulled the, like, the dye out and been like, this might uh, come in handy. 
This is from my disguise kit. Yeah, I'm not going to say it's from a disguise yes. kit. Is your blonde? Is it bleach? <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> so you see him pat himself down. It's like, oh no, I've forgotten chalk. Um, I was thinking about marking our way in case we got lost, and then you pull that out and. Thank you, Sister Marion. This should do nicely. Right? Then we don't have to blunt our flints, I guess. Yeah. Um, he says, can't Toby. imagine blunting our flints, no. Not if we can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, just, you know, we'll dab some marks as we go and make turnings and that kind of thing so we know which way we've been. Possibly. And try to keep them relatively innocuous because we know what to look for. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, yeah, you, you, uh, like, begin kind of heading through, uh, find your way towards, uh, some kind of destination uh and uh like as you're kind of traveling through you begin to hear like this these soft kind of whispering voices uh, that always seem like just out of reach ahead of you uh just like these faint like hard, hard to hear you know you can't make out what they're saying but voices that are des definitely definitely whispering something to you Male, female. Creepy whispers. Uh, you know, could could be either. Does it, does um, it, does it sound familiar? Uh, no. Oh, okay. If we still only had like the one, how long have we been traveling, and we still only got the one direction? Uh, so you can't. Yeah, you. You're on direction for the most part uh, it does like twist and turn a bit but mm -hmm. you haven't had like multiple ways to go there have been like doors uh like leading off the place every now and then but the camp is this way uh yeah i mean the like if you try any of the doors they're locked and they have the symbols above them too um right but it's kind of one big like long yeah a big long straight but then we hear the creepy whispers at like the end of the straight. Yeah, calling you towards the end of the straight. But yeah, there's you know, ten, fifteen, sort of uh, doors that you pass on along your way. You know, and you expect these. This is probably like some kind of maintenance hatch that lets you uh, kind of. Figure out, or let, lets them like access, yeah, access wherever they might want to um, across the whole you know, sewer system. Okay. Um, I think now probably is the time for swords. If it does anything. Yeah, probably. Uh. Cordelia's going to pull her sword and go ahead and bloody it with the right of the dawn. Sure. So it's going to glow a bit. She's going to take three points of owie damage. 
as she activates her okay. thingy. Right. Uh, yeah. So the sword now glows, right? Yeah, my rapier is now glowing. And yeah, she yeah. like draws it across like the back of her hand, and the blood wells up for a moment, and then crawls up the blade and erupts into a little warm light. Mm-hmm. Warm I'm light. gonna stay at the edge of that light, kind of using my skulkery feature, and have okay. my silenced pistol thing type. Thing drawn, and yeah. rapier in the other hand. Yeah, I like it. Okay, Edron, it's time for your sword, buddy. Draw the sword and shield. The jewel on the shield, glimmering in the Cordelia's rapier. Yeah, gonna skulk a bit closer. Um, you find that the doorway ahead of you um, that you're coming to like the corridor ends uh, and there's another thick and heavy door uh, ahead does this one also have like a weird symbol scratched into it doesn't have the double lock but it does have a weird symbol scratched above you can hear the whispers uh, pretty like intensely now um uh, and you just hear, like, uh, kind of cutting through the sort of general, like, malaise of, you know, you hear, uh, like, one of the uh, sort of a phrase cut through. Uh, it says, she cuts the strings. Um, that, like, kind of rises and then dips. Uh, again, hard to tell the gender of the voice necessarily, but... Um, Well, that's Can I get a little scribble scribble through the symbol with my rapier? You can, yes. Okay. I do so. Uh, yeah, it. you uh, find that it uh, yeah, cuts through fine and there's no effect. From what you Is can it see. the same symbol as before? Yes, same symbol every time. It's actually quite hard to make out what the symbol is, uh, just because... It's kind of covered in gooey wax, but um, yeah, it is probably a candle if you're a gambler, you know? Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, you can... Uh, can I check the door? Yeah, you can check the door. Um, and uh, it's... In fact, yeah, do, do you want to make an investigation trap for... Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> there's a bit of a slip there. Um, <laughs> I really need better investigation in this game. Um, investigation check for traps. Traps. Oh, 19 again. Okay. So as you're looking, you find no traps. Okay, good. I believe. I I was just trying to say check for traps, but mm-hmm. I said trap far too earlier in that game. <laughs> sort of funny. Sure, you've played your hand. Um, oh, did you? Try the door? Unlocked? You can certainly try the door. Uh, I just want it to see unlocked. if it's locked. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, is, it is unlocked. Right, hold yours. I'll step to one side. 
Um, no one offers to go through the door. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Apparently, Ed is going. Okay. So yeah, you uh, you head towards the door, uh, and or you head through the door, um, and inside you are greeted uh, by uh, what appears to be uh, four uh, sort of strange, uh, otherworldly spiritual creatures. Uh, they are sort of kind of just hovering there, um, sort of pale whitish blue. Uh, color to their bodies, translucent entirely. Uh, you see what appears to be um, four men, um, or, or sort of images of men uh, that uh, you can see are like essentially like hovering around and floating around, but they don't seem uh, particularly active right now. But you can just see them like jaws like hanging open and slack um and from those jaws you're seeing or you're hearing uh the whispers pouring uh these things look like they're almost like it's almost like they're suspended in water they're just kind of like slowly bobbing around the room acknowledge our presence at all pardon they don't acknowledge our presence at all no, doesn't seem like it. Like the old bloopers. Yeah, they they don't seem to acknowledge you at all uh, at the moment. They just seem to, uh, yeah. Do I know what kind of shade or creatures they are? Yeah, you'd know. These are ghosts. Defo ghosts. Ghosts. These are defo some ghosts, my lads. You see two orcs charging. I've got like two. I know some northern fellows that are really into this kind of thing. And one like sorcerer chick who's just cool. If, you know, setting things on fire. You're a source, like one of the fire sorcerers. Was I really? Yeah. And then I was a little wizard. Me and Dan were, were half orc twins, uh, yeah. ghost hunters. Yeah, Jade was oh, there. That there, you know what that From is. You got, you Liam got died. You ghost problem. Yeah, okay, okay. Rob Liam's character, he was definitely playing a you character because he was like this edgy changeling and he died. <laughs> like the one time he played an edgy oh, character, hey. he died. Sounds, sounds like a Rob <laughs> character. Um, but yeah, I still have Alan and Ornan in my D&D Beyond waiting for the next day in the sun or moon. <laughs> someday. Someday. Now I need to go Can figure out what Alan is. The sweet little mouse wizard. <laughs> the ghost whisperer. Anyways. Yes. We approach the shades, I guess. Or at least me and Ornan. Do you? Edrion do. Or yeah, I do, I'm, I'm sticking pretty close to Cordelia at this point. Yeah. I'm going to walk up and inspect the goose. Oh, okay. You get close and uh, they just continue kind of floating there, seemingly. Uh, 
unmoving. Um, and uh, you hear like another kind of one of the like bodies sort of shifts. And uh, one of them says, uh, she trolls all life. Who is she then? Yeah. No response. Okay. Cordelia will respond with she cuts the strings. No response. You see another door, like a head, uh, a little ways. Um, Again, like, uh, sort of uh, with the the symbol above it, though it also doesn't appear locked. Do they, like, react to us in any way? Like, do their eyes follow or anything like that? Uh, No. They don't seem to know that you're there at all. There's a tiny part of me that wants to, like, poke them with my rapier, but that might be a bad idea. Don't poke ghosts. That's number one. <laughs> yeah, just... Don't poke a ghost. I okay. I won't I won't poke I won't poke the the specter. Is there anything I just lean over to Mariam. Is there anything we can do for them? Or should do? I mean we could certainly offer them prayers to pass on. can do that. Do you have any idea what... Are they trapped here between these sigils? Can I make a religion check to figure Mm -hmm. out if they are trapped here or if there's anything that I can do to assist them? That is fantastic. That's a six. (laughs) Um, From the looks of things, you bet they are probably um... Like the candles aren't doing them any favors, you know what I mean? Um, probably sucks to be them. There's lots of magic going on. I imagine if we uh, wish to help them pass on, we could uh, disrupt the candles somehow. The ones in this room or in the entire sewer system? That's a good question. The ones in this room. If I had to hazard a guess. Should we see what's on the other side of the door first? Because if we free them, they may not be thankful. They might be a little confused and it might get bad. Of course, it might get bad as trying to open the door, so who knows? Um, certainly, I mean, I wouldn't want a vengeful spirits uh, interrupting us. The likes. No, if they're, like, trained security dogs, shouldn't we try and take care of them before we proceed? Just because they're not been, they're not, you know, malignant now doesn't mean they won't be later. Assholes? Yeah. 
before we continue on because then we run the risk of having guard on our back. Just because they're not doing anything now doesn't mean they can't be turned against later. Calling them guard. What else? Yes, I mean, I certainly understand that, but, uh... It's... I don't know. Now you're arguing semantics. Shall we say we disrupt the candles first and see if they go away? Or at least if they then attack us, then we are ready? And then deal with the door. Yes, I'd like to see them on their way. Cordelia gives a whip crack towards one of the candles. Okay. <sighs> the candle candle goes out. And as soon as it does, uh, one of the ghosts, its head kind of like whips towards you. Um, and it charges uh, suddenly, arms outstretched, screeching. Uh, let's roll some initiative, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, do I have just, just, uh, the, just one ghost, right? Uh, yeah, just yeah, one ghost is, is attacking. Yeah. It is a skill check, yeah. Dirty 20. Nine. So twenty. <laughs> crit fail for five. Uh, nine four. Ed five four. Um, Zach. Zach. Sorry. I, and uh, twelve. Eight. Did you? Twelve. Okay. Okay, Corda, you're up first as this ghost uh, charges towards you. It's going to get a whip attack with my glowy, or uh, uh, a rapier attack with my glowing rapier. Oh, that's a bad roll. Uh, I hope that hits. Um, 13? 13? Uh, mm-hmm. That uh, a 13 does hit. Okay, good. Uh, ooh, that is eight piercing. Uh, my pier- my stuff is considered magical because of the right. And then is it un- it's undead, so it's going to get 2d4 from my right of the dawn. So that is, ooh, a four and a four. So 16 plus four for 20 damage. 20, okay, yeah. Eight, uh, which s- was radiant. Yeah, you slapped this thing really hard. Um it looks in, uh, yeah, it, it looks like that hurt, uh, for sure. I, I wrote fucking Jade in the goddamn initiative. Marion, sorry. Jade, what do you do? Not your character, you as a person. <laughs> Offhand uh, whip attack is gonna be uh one point of damage. No, wait, do I have dual wielding? I think I have dual wielding. Let me double check. 
Uh, my fighting style. I get to add my modifier. Yay! Okay. Um, five points of slashing damage with a whip. It is not magical because there's no right on it, if that makes a difference. Uh, he, no. Uh, m- not magical does make a difference. Uh, so I okay. will need to track that. Um, so yeah, five just... reduced to two from the whip. Yeah, okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, this thing's, that, that looked like it was a big hit. Um, it's not looking good. Uh, uh, Marion. All right, I'm going to present my holy symbol. I need a wisdom saving throw. Uh, a natural one. All right, and he's been injured. I cast uh, all the dead for six points of damage. Six points of damage. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, describe how you kill this ghost. So I step forward after it's been whipped. I present my holy symbol and I say, uh, the light of the Trinity guide you to your eternal rest. Yeah, And it just like stops and begins like crumbling uh, and fading into nothingness. Uh, and yeah, you have destroyed one. The others seem like they haven't noticed at all. I'm not going to, but I would fawn over the sister for vanishing the dead uh, successfully, just to annoy Cordelia. But I'm not. Going yeah, to Cordelia cause... does like like look at him, <laughs> like look down at her. There's like audible scoffing from Cordelia as all well. she's like, "Okay, I guess I didn't do anything." <laughs> uh, sure, sister. Why don't you take on the next one then? She says, like stepping back and like gesturing towards like the next candle. Since her efforts were aren't going to go appreciative, aren't going to be appreciated. I did say I would. I didn't, as a joke. But uh. Yeah. Well, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does everything we say out of character count then? Knocking so You know, you said that you were going to say that. He would like, I, say, okay. he, he said it in terms of a joke. He. He was not. I see. I see. I did not get the impression he was actually doing that because you wouldn't. You know, you're in a room with three ghosts, one of which just tried to attack you. That's not really the vibe that people are on. Yes, I mean, I, okay. I rolled a critical fail. I think he's a little. I, I, mi- I missed. I missed that. Uh, you didn't like. You know, be all funny at <laughs> the sister. Yes, that was the joke that I was going to wind you up doing that, but uh, I don't because okay. he's not in the mood. <laughs> I missed the part where you're saying that. I'm, yeah. Okay. Anyway. Ready for the next one? Please. And Cordelia will do another whack crack. Uh, okay. a horrible impression of a whip crack, but my mouth another, is really dry. <laughs> another wooka wooka crack. Um, another one. Another one comes alive. Uh, we're gonna stay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna stay with the same initiative because I can't be bothered mm-hmm. to make your reroll. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, but Can I get the, my rapier attack off of that? 
though, and like that could be my bonus action to whip. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna, okay. we're, yeah. Uh, oh, that's gonna miss probably with a ten. Uh, a ten does miss, I'm afraid. Yeah, sorry, that was a three. It's fine. I'll no, a nine. <laughs> Three plus six for nine. Okay, you definitely, you definitely miss. Um, <laughs> it doesn't go for Cordelia as she was expecting. <laughs> yeah, it goes for it, someone else. yeah, it goes for someone else. Um, Marion. Uh, let's go with Toll the Dead again. Need okay. a wisdom save. Wisdom. Uh, oh, that's wisdom. good. 17 plus one, uh, 18. Uh, that oh, no. is a save. This ghost is going to kill us all. Yep, this one's going to get us all. This is um, what happens when you... <laughs> it, because you said it doesn't go for Cordelia, it's going to reach uh, out for... Uh, I'll say Adrian. Uh, 22 to hit. Yep, yep. <clears throat> um, okay. Uh, you take... Uh, Need to grab these just sixes. Oh no. Uh you take sixteen necrotic damage as it um grasps your face and its fingers like pierce into uh your uh skin and like begin just pulsing dark necromantic energy uh into your brain. Black blood immediately starts spewing from my mouth. Yeah, it's kind of gross. Um, that's its turn. Um, Adrian, it's your go. Uh, this ghost just grabbed you. Oops, that's the wrong game. I'm going to attempt to pull, pull its fingers out of my head and swing my sword at it. It's not, you're not grappled or anything. That was just sort yeah, of a flavor thing. So just, just making sure you under, understand the situation. So yeah, uh, you... 21 to hit. That hits. That is 9 damage. Give me one second to double check exactly how things work. Oh, I should have done that. That would have been clever. Oh well. Uh, yeah, I do uh, 9 damage all up. Is that magical or non-magical? Uh, non-magical, because it's just my regular sword. Okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it doesn't look like that. That really hits it as hard as you were hoping. I had a funny. Uh, well, I mean, we are hitting ghosts, so I, I had a funny. Exactly. Your, yeah, your sword just kind of like slices through it, and it's not not the most pleasant thing. This isn't my fight. I say pointing pointedly at Cordelia and Marion. Um, it's your fight now. Nice. Um, Zach, do you want to just finish this one? Uh, that's me. I think I don't think I have any bonus. I don't think I have bonus actions that will help, I don't think. Let's see. Uh, me and my big magical damage. Uh, I don't have any magic, just just to be clear. Or at least the magic I could do 
would hit someone else. Um, and I don't really want to wake up more than one of these at a time. <laughs> so, uh, he doesn't really want to get close to this thing, so he's going to stay at a distance. Yeah, boy, that two of those and I'd be dead. Um, he is going to shoot it with his handicraft pistol of his with an ally close by, so, you know, hopefully that'll help you out. Uh, short bow. Oh, 21 to hit. Uh, 21 does hit. Take <laughs> minimum damage of 5, uh, plus Shimsnurk, which is another 9. So... 14 half to 7. Yes. Okay. Um, it's looking kind of rough. It looks uh, like its body is kind of wisping and fading, but it is not brownness. So uh, we go back to the top, Cordelia. Don't worry, I'll get it this time. I'm sure you will. No, that's a natural one. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, whip is going to be a 14 to hit. Uh, that does it. Unfortunately, it's not magical, so it's three damage reduced to one. No, uh, it is seven damage reduced to three. Seven damage reduced to three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is still up uh, pretty handily. It is somehow evading her uh, magical strikes. Let's see. Is there something I can do to that... No, I have to hit it with my hexed blade. Okay. Goddamn. Okay. Okay. Well, um, yeah, so you, um, yeah, you, I imagine you kind of like swipe towards it and it just keeps like dancing out of the way. Um, Motherfuck. uh, (laughs) uh, That or whatever. she curses. When, yeah, because I have to deal right damage to do a blood curse on it. Fuck. Okay. That's all I got. Um, but uh, you, uh, yeah, you see it like turn and begin moving towards uh, one of the other ghosts. Uh, Marion. Send this poor unfortunate soul on to the next life, and I will cast. Uh, told the dead. What? Oh, and I need a wisdom, a wisdom save. Wisdom. Wisdom. Uh, that's a natural 19 plus 120. It is not for me to do that at this time. <laughs> Actually, I think better of it. It can have another round. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. It, um... <laughs> I'm hitting my whole wisdom <laughs> <laughs> Poor reception down here in the sewers. It uh, it goes for the other ghost, um, and you see it's like the bodies kind of meld together for a moment um, before they part again. And you see one of the candles uh, snuff itself out, and another ghost comes alive, um, and uh, yeah, begins attacking. Uh, it's going to go for uh, Marion. Uh, let's say natural five plus five for ten to hit. I am afraid that misses. 
uh, well, that's that. Uh, Adriel. I'm a, the one that hit me. I'm going to try and hit it again. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me quickly do a go there. Yes, I'm going to hit it again. Hit it again. Fucked it up. That's a f- 18. Uh, 18 hits. It does. Seven damage, which is reduced. To three. Okay. And then uh-huh. I use my bonus action. I sort of hit myself in the face um, with like the, or eh, I like bang on my shield. I guess that makes more sense than hitting myself in the face. Um, and I seem to be reinvigorated. I say like come on or something, uh, and I use my bonus action to second wind and gain myself. Yay! <laughs> Five hit points. Nice. I rolled a two. <laughs> Oh, leams. Um. Well, yeah. Um, okay. Now, now, if it hits me again, hopefully another roll, another one won't kill me. Shit! Oh. I'm not doing my job. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Zach, you go. Uh. So there is one injured one and one uh, fresh one. Yes. Exactly. Is a new, but the fresh one has gone for Marion. Uh, I am going to shoot at the fresh one on the sister. Go! 13. Hit? Uh, 13 does hit, yes. Shooter! Maximum damage of 10 plus sneak! Another 11. So that is 21. And then I am going to use my special thing. After you deal sneak damage to a creature on your turn, you can target a second creature you can see within 30 feet of the first creature. And okay. it takes 1d6 necrotic damage. And sorry, you, you hit you hit the non... Mariam. The one on Mariam. The, the, the one on Mariam. Yeah, okay. In an attempt to ricochet this thing onto the weak one and maybe kill it. Yeah, smart, smart, smart. Um, so this second creature takes 1d6 necrotic damage. Uh, you also deal this necrotic damage to the first creature, which I hadn't read that far, so apparently it does both. Um, mm. Twice per long rest. Wails from the grave. So he, like, channels some of his gribbliness that hasn't really been tapped into as uh, far in the campaign so there's like a moment and he kind of sees Mariam sees the ghosts and then there is like slight flickers uh, back to his past and like maybe his parents um, and then it kind of like fl- uh, flickers back to the present uh, as the shot goes off uh, and it's as it hits like the ghost like flickers with this same kind of reverberation of energy and uh, then the other one kind of attuned to it flickers as well, taking necrotic if they even hurt at all. Is there a point of me rolling the dice? Or uh... Uh, no, it's yeah, it's it's Branus. Okay. Well I was like, are they immune to necrotic or Oh 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 I see. Uh no. Okay. I'm not immune to necrotic. And as you as you strike as, as this like strikes the uh sort of uh 
what's it called the um like half dead one uh you see that like damage just rips it apart uh, and it does it does die it was on one hit point sweet i did two damage. liam left it on one hit point oh it's pretty standard to be fair Tall themes. All themes. <laughs> you poor uh, buddy. So the original ghost also takes two necro, apparently. So that was 23 damage in total. Uh, although, obviously, the 21 of it was halved to 10. So 12 damage to the first ghost. 12 damage, yeah. Okay. Together. Yeah, it's... Uh... Definitely, definitely hurting uh, from that, uh, and is yeah not looking its best, but is still up. Uh, the other ghost is still just like floating, floating in nothingness. Um, but yeah, you guys are uh, free to uh, do as you wish uh, in terms of. Cordelia, okay. Sorry, <laughs> I lost my page on the. Uh, I'd like scrolled up to see a name, and I lost my page. So I was like, I was doing that thing where I just try and say words that are filler, and the words that for some reason came out were "you may, you are free to do as you wish," which you know, that's <laughs> when my brain goes on autopilot apparently. Um, but yes, it is uh, Cordelia. Let's go. Gonna wake up the la- the both of the active ghosts are dead, right? No. 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 Okay. I, I, I killed the really injured one, and then bad. And yeah. The other one, one is okay. dead. One's really hurt. Um, the, the really hurt one is going to get a rapier, a glowing rapier that's going to hit with a nineteen on the die. Yes. Twenty-five. Uh, yes. Uh, that's going to be another eight for the piercing. Uh, so the piercing is uh, twelve reduced to six, and but then the radiant. Oh wait, no, because it's all magical. None of this is reduced. Sorry. Um. So that's twelve. Plus another four, uh, so 16, and 19 points of damage all up from the rapier. Is it still up? Yeah, no, describe how you kill it. Okay, so after having, like, some really rough rapier (laughs) attacks on, like, the other uh, ghost, uh, this one, she just comes up behind it and gives it, like, a... uh, a cleave from uh, like up its spine and disrupts its magical energies holding it together or whatever. Yeah. And she gives a growl. Um, and then whip attack the last ghost or candle. Uh, uh, you yeah. Can. yeah, you can. Yeah. Activate okay. the, la- the last candle. The last candle comes a go, uh, comes alive. We'll say that was part of your turn, uh, so we'll just go straight into Marion's. Um, I guess before anything happens, I'm going to walk over to uh, Liam's character, Adrian. Yep. And I'm going to... Forgive me, I was distracted. Um, I can help you a little bit. I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. That's okay. For eight points of healing... Perfect. He will give you a, an appreciative uh, uh, huff. That is my go. Is your go? Okay. 
um, the ghost, seeing this disgusting healing, is uh, going to try and um, touch you in a withering fashion for a 21. That's it. Yeah, you're going to take uh, 16 necrotic uh, as it just like grasps you around the throat from behind and lifts you up onto. Your tiptoes. Thoughts on because it gets doubled as well. Oh, let me check. Can I do that? Right, you were a battle master with things. Superiority die. Yeah, and some of them can do extra damage and. Yeah, the the three I've picked don't. I've got parry, repost, and disarming, but everything we fought doesn't have weapons, so I haven't used disarming yet. Ah, okay. No worries. Held in arms. I, I think I've used repost, and I think I've used parry. I think. So, uh, sorry, what, how do you do crits again, Rob? Sorry? Uh, double, uh, roll twice as many dice, or just roll them once and double it. Up to you. Uh, I roll twice. Three, plus eight. I like doing. Plus four is... Eight plus four. Twelve. Do I add my plus five to that again, or is it just three and four plus five? Uh, it, three you and four add, plus you five. You only add your... Okay. Yeah. Three and four plus five, you so only, twelve. You only add your modifier the once, yeah. 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 Um, uh, then I'm going to use my action to, said, sorry. to attack again. Ooh, nice. That was twelve on the first one you said, yeah? Yes, that's yes. correct. Um, <laughs> And then I know I know at least a fifteen hit, so that sixteen will hit. Uh, for an extra seven. Seven. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, describe how you kill this thing. So, coming forward, I'm just gonna flip them so that the non-crit was first. Yeah. Swings. Yeah. Uh, sort of. I like to imagine sort of shield attempts to shield bash the ghost. I don't know if that would work, but for the sake of this, I'm gonna say it does because it sounds. Yeah, do you fun. want? Shield like bashes the ghost away from Marion, swings a sword, sort of like an upward arc through it, and then it doesn't seem to do much. He just yells in anger, thrusts the sword forward through where the ghost's heart would be, and just like and it just like splits in two. Yeah. Well, that's rad and, and the room is the room is thankfully uh left uh, empty now, and, and I think uh, that will be probably the best place to end our session there. Okay. <coughs>